My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions that no one has the answers to. <laughs> my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Things upset me. What's the furthest star? And then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star? And then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star? And then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jeremy Green. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we are t- currently talking about ecstatics. We're on issue number eight. Uh, we're going to conclude the Moons of Venus arc. I love this cover, Gary. Let me just start right there. Like, get this right is into a really it. good one. Super cool. I really like the fact that their shoes have little X impressions on the bottom. Like, I'll, I would buy some some sketchers that had that probably. I actually noticed that uh, in the last issue where the cover was just them falling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I noticed, I think I knew this before, but that fat doesn't wear shoes. Oh yeah. I guess because his feet get all big. He'd be ruining his, his, and that dude probably has a sneaker thing. Like he probably collects some sneakers. That's what I was thinking about. Cause it's like, you could just do unstable molecules, but I imagine unstable molecules sneakers are not very fashionable. Yeah. Cause they're made by Reed it's Richards. Like, yeah. Reed Richards <laughs> isn't making cool kicks. You know? It'd be like Kanye making normal clothes. Like, Ooh, what is this? This is bad. Stop it. <laughs> He, the, the shirt just says praise on it it's just a white sweater why is it 90 dollars um the uh most of the fantastic four don't wear shoes either like at least half of them don't meaningfully wear shoes yeah i guess thing so, has has thing feet and, yeah, and then i imagine like uh most of the time johnny storm's not wearing shoes you think i feel like he would like yeah, just like, have like on, unstable molecule shoes right like he's got to have some protection right i guess that's true it just feels like he's not wearing shoes when he's on fire, and he's on fire most of the time. Does Johnny Storm yeah. well wear shoes? Let's let's look at this. He's called Johnny Worm. I thought I said Johnny Storm, but it's you know, <laughs> it's like what a burn. Okay, Doctor Doom, <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> Fucking got him. Uh, this is there's no there's no there's no shoe entry on the on the Marvel database. Like I said, it's just on the feet wiki. Puts me right again. Um. Uh, really good cover. This is the conclusion of this arc. Uh, then we're going to do a couple of one shots, uh, which I really like it when comics do that. Yeah. Um, you know, before we get into the next like bigger storyline. And uh, here to remind folks, um, our our over our our arc so far has been um, this new person bad guy coming in and wrecking shop for ecstatics. Uh, most people think that this is Guy Smith. We, as the audience, know that it is not Guy Smith. In fact, it's something brought back by Venus de Milo from some weird dimension that she's been searching for the dimension that she put her family in. And we just get like a smash cut. Like we get go directly from the last issue into her just looking at him and going cousin Jamal, who we've never heard of Mm -hmm. before. And is, I I don't know why that's so funny, dude. Like, it's just a really good, like if this was like cousin Theodore, like it would be just as funny. There's something just really (laughs) hilarious about cousin Jamal. And I don't know why. First appearance, cousin Jamal. Uh, (sighs) So good. Yeah. Pictured. The, uh, the collector's item that's on every comic collector's uh, lips. Um, I like that they decided just to have them be in front of an abstract piece of art. Uh, for this first panel here. It's real weird because they're in a cabin, but like there's multiple framings happening. Yeah, that's this is because like you get the same kind of tree stuff on the second panel of the next page. Like it's almost like they were mm-hmm. going for outside, but it's just all abstract and, and cool looking. Like I don't. Yeah. 
um, they he immediately starts fighting. Um, she's like, mm-hmm. I thought you were dead. I went to your funeral, and he's like, now I'm going to yours, and starts like choking the life out of her. And as he does so, his face starts to distort, and he starts to suck up the weird like black molecules that she is made of. Um, mm-hmm. and she's she's like losing right when all of a sudden Guy Smith shows up, uh, mm-hmm. and he starts yeah. like basically like gets her away from this whatever cousin Jamal is, and then she is able to teleport them away very quickly. Yeah, she she uh, he literally says, "Can we get out of here and regroup?" And she says, "Engage in some expositional dialogue." Very good. Uh, you know, very very cute. Um, I love his like. Uh, this was when somebody extending their jaw like this was new. Mm-hmm. You know, now it it happens all the time. There's that movie about the evil nun that did that. Um, it's like a horror movie trope for someone's jaw to extend like that. Yeah. But this was like maybe one of the first times I saw it. I feel it was like really creepy. It one and two did a lot of jaw stuff. Oh, the um, the originals? No, 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 no. Or the, the remake? The, the remake. Oh, yeah, the remake definitely did. That was yeah. Jaw City. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> but the originals, you know, they couldn't. Curry wouldn't do it. What are the What are the people uh, called in Jaw City? What do they identify as? Like, are they the Jawers? The Jockers? What do they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they just yeah. like do something weird Jawbreakers. and like wear all the bottom rows or something? Like, what are they? <laughs> mm-hmm. Jaw your answers. Uh, they uh, they get there. The reason why guy is here is because he wanted to feel close to her. Yeah, you know. So he he went there to check it out. It's just a coincidence. Um, they go back and they check in with Professor X. This is the um, first time the, that this this issue does it. It's going to do it a lot where like they are teleporting to a different place, but we don't like pick up. We pick up like some time later. Like it's a one page turn. Yeah, but we, yeah. But time has passed and things have happened. In fact, like the the grand finale with this villain is like skipped in this book, which I find really interesting. Like it makes the pacing really cool to read. Like I was kind of just like page turning very rapidly through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of really good like lines in this as well. Mm-hmm. This bit, you know, Professor Xavier is obviously really suspect uh, suspicious that like, hey, it takes the form of your cousin Jamal. That's weird. Uh, and she's you know, and she's like, why he is, is that? Savior. And, he, it is. That's yeah. why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's like, what do you think happened with cousin Jamal? Eh, eh. You know, what's in your dark dimension? And she's like, I don't have a dark dimension. Yeah, uh, which I love that that line is just like a perfect little bit of denial, like knowing what we know about her history and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, suicide attempts and lots of therapy and stuff. Like she's had a really rough time. Um, she explains that Jamal was just a cousin she would randomly see at her family's place, and then he was uh, shot in a, in a drive-by in Atlanta um, in a case of mistaken identity. And Professor Xavier yeah. thinks that there's more to that story, but guy who is in like a giant bubble of dick sucking machine <laughs> he's in a giant dick sucking machine what is this <laughs> is this the halo yeah. armor like pre like 0.5 what, what, wouldn't you notice that it it's got a specific tube Dude, directly on his right crotch on his it's dick. Really i didn't notice that at all oh my god gary yeah it's, so weird. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's really pretty incredible like he's floating in a tank and the, the reason why you know we're, we're gonna find this out like He's uh he's he's getting more sensitive. Like they have to do a new suit for him, mm-hmm. but it does have like a, a Doctor Octopus tentacle like directly on his ding dong. Such a weird place. I wonder um, if like the the cortaning him. You think he um you think they put this on him dry? You know what I'm saying? Like like oh, did they fill yeah, this up and like, they were like okay now attach this to your dick and he's like I'm not gonna do that or did they make Brian Persane like dive in there and attach it to his because brian Poseidon has gills in this universe so. yeah, whoa I, that, that's the main reason why he was recruited yeah absolutely like the, to put the ding dong sucker the, on dudes that are in the machine the, the, the vision in dental is too good 
for him to quit. quit. Like it's not a great job, but like working as Xavier's private ding dong slave is uh, something of a golden cage. By day, I'm Xavier's ding dong slave. By right, I have joined the resistance to decouple insurance from our employment. (laughs) (laughs) Why, as I decouple dong after dong from (laughs) Xavier's Cortana machine. If I didn't have to pay for my insurance, I could afford to live on my Patreon for my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Nerd poker. It's not that great of it it's okay um yeah uh yeah so he's, he's definitely in a dick sucking machine it's very weird yes that is uh, i did not notice that um but he's saying like hey like you need to like not worry about this um basically like you know, stop interrogating her like she, she's been through a lot already like we don't we don't need you like opening up even further stuff yeah um and he the we figure out why he has those cuts on his neck his sensitivity has been growing like his mm-hmm. his mutation is is going further so when uh venus thought that dead girl had slashed him uh he got a sympathetic wound like his sensitivity is like making his skin change based on empathy almost um that's real weird uh they don't really explain it it doesn't really go anywhere but like that's pretty intense I, uh, so he's got a brand new suit for him i, I have to this is the worst superpower <laughs> like somebody <laughs> thought you got hurt and you get hurt like that's terrible superpower like if you, you it's don't a real even, bad weakness yeah if like the power is doing all of the work on your behalf right like it's like not even you don't even have a say in any of this stuff that's wild to me yeah yeah that's, so, well, that's why you got that's why you need the suits <laughs> that's why you that's why you <laughs> desperately need a suit um fortunately xavier has always been uh prepared so he already has a suit ready ready to go for him because that's what xavier does in this world just make a bunch of weird suits for people. Um, and mm-hmm. guy wants to get the team back together and go after bad guy. Um, and he does, they make a, a huge, like they do a big press party and like guys back on the team and he's been on under a secret undercover mission. So like they're going through the whole thing, like they usually do, which are these big, like oh, we're going to lie to the press and they're going to like us kind of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they don't tell the press like, Hey, you know, he was going to die. Like we were going to kill him. Um, he starts giving uh, commands out and they're like, well, you know, that's a little weird. While you were gone, we voted Tyke to be the leader. And it was popular. Like people like that. I love when these, they're all kind of explaining it. I like, love when these pages where you just have Tyke on the stairs, like kind of separated from everybody, just like looking over like he's all mad at everybody. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. <laughs> like he's not, you know, he's not super comfortable with this stuff, you know, like, but it is true that guy flaked. You know, Fats, like, we're down with you as a bro, but just as a bro, <laughs> you know? Um, and Venus is upset about this. And she's like, what is this? Some kind of coup? And, and eventually Guy steps in and is like, hey, wait, like, you know, this actually makes a lot of sense. Like, I never wanted to be the leader anyway. I failed at it, obviously, if I ran away. So, like, maybe it's Tyke's turn. And they, like, actually shake hands on it and decide mm-hmm. that, hey, he's not going to be the leader. Um, and everybody seems to be very happy with this arrangement, including me. I don't. I never thought Guy was a very good leader, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, the uh, the only person who's not is Dead Girl, who, like, shivers like somebody's walking over her grave. Mm-hmm. Um, this feels, like, to me a little bit like they planted a seed for, like, foreshadowing that doesn't really pay off. Okay. Uh, to me, like, I don't know what she's scared of. Uh. Like, bad things still happen because it's a comic book, but... Yeah. There's nothing that specifically ties back to this. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so we cut over to uh, Guy and uh, Venus, and they're, you know, they just had a date, um, you know, and, you know, Venus, like, this is where it all comes true. Like, this is where I 
say what really happened with Jamal and everything's fine. Uh, but she can't, she freaks out. She apologizes. Uh, she says, I know I'm sorry. And then kind of beats herself up about it. Um, you know what? It, and she looks in the mirror, like, what is this stuff with Jamal? Like, why is this, this creature, this bad guy creature impersonating him? Yeah. You know, what is at the center of this? Um, again, though, we cut through time to the next time he attacks. Yeah. To a day later um, where he's, and it's a full yeah. fight scene. Like dead girl is already out. Fat is out. Um, they're, they're having a hell of a time when, um, Venus de Milo is just like, Hey, screw this. I'm just going to teleport the two of us, uh, out of here. And she teleports them to the desert. Um, which seems to like the cousin Jamal is like, this is some half baked Christian and fruity and mumbo jumbo. Like, I, and I was like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> what is this? Is this, a, mm-hmm. is this a, just a desert? Like, is this a, you know, what, I, I well, don't she, understand she the reference. <laughs> A good place to defeat the devil, oh. you know, which I also don't, Okay, you know, if, if, if the desert's a good place for that. But then when he's like, she says like, you're a creature from our dimension. How do you know about that stuff? And he goes, I surf the net. Love it. Uh, which I like a lot. I love surfing uh, the it's net. It's a cool reaction panel. Um, woo. <laughs> uh, so he starts like sucking out her, her powers again. He's like, and you know, once I'm done consuming you, I'll tell you all about all the bad things that big bad cousin Jamal did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, dead girl who was kind of in gut form, uh, hitched a ride on Venus and, uh, beats the crap out of Jamal as the person who can like hurt him. Yeah. And Venus de Milo says, you know, I thought you had a problem with me. And dead girl says, you know, I may be, a, a I may be dead and white and dating a black guy and you may be black alive and dating a white guy, but you know, we're still sisters. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's get it. We're in a world where like men are shooting laser beams at each other Yeah, and you know, have super muscles Like we have to stick together. And you know? so they kind of bury the hatchet here. And this is what I'm saying. Like the, the like the, he's not like straight up defeated yet. Right. Like it's, he's, he's just on the ground, like moaning, but then we just cut to a uh, guy asking her about insects. And she's like, yeah, that's, that's what cousin Jamal would do to me. He would go and find insects outside and put them in my bed. And then when I threatened to tell on him or do anything, he he would say that he was going to beat me up. So I was too scared, uh, which is not where yeah. I thought that this, I thought with the issues well, with intimacy, like this was going a very specific direction and they it, left turned to me real hard. So, so they, I don't, I don't think they did. I, I think that this is still that direction. I think this is her subconscious. I think it's incest. Uh, but she's or she's interpreting it as insects. Oh, so she's still like, repressed at the end of this, is what you're saying? That's what I think. Okay. Um, is she's remembering that because like the the bug thing doesn't feel like a lot, and the idea of like threatening if you'll tell, you know, uh, on this thing, and the way that he was like, oh, you know, big bad cousin Jamal and stuff. Um, I think this is still her hiding it from herself. Interesting. Um, we don't get any more backstory on her or anything like that. Um, but I interpret this as like a wordplay thing almost like her brain turns it into like a, uh, you know, something that's like a sound alike. Do you think that this could also be like the Marvel editors being like, no, nah, you're not going to do incest. Like, so they, they, the writers are actually kind of subtly hinting this at us without yes. specifically saying the thing. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could see that too. I think the intent is that it's, it's a, it's a molestation thing. But I could see either or, like, it's something she's either repressed or Peter Milligan is, like, signaling. Yeah. You know? Not trying to be, like, a, you know, a QAnon guy with this. Like, you have to look at the words he doesn't write. Um, but the, uh, it, it, that's what I think is happening. I didn't even, I didn't even pick up on the insects, incest kind of overlap there either. So, like, that's, 
I, th- I think you were definitely right. Like, I think it definitely has some. There's something the, uh, more at the, at the side of here. What's it's like the language that she you know she uses. Like she's like he would sneak into my bed at night. Um, I'd wake up feeling them crawling and creeping all over me. I'd say, please, Jamal, stop it. And he'd laugh and threaten me with a beating if I told grandma. Yeah. You know, like that That just has the semiotics of, yeah. you know, of abuse uh, to me. Um, the uh, So they're in the pool, like just kind of having it out. But then Miles shows up to say, hey, uh, there's somebody here. And it's Solomon O'Sullivan with Sharon Ginsburg dying. Yeah. Uh, in his arms, uh, he found the alley she was in, and uh, they take her to Brian Hus- Brian Hussein Hospital, <laughs> hospital, <laughs> Brian Hussein Memorial Hospital, and the Professor Xavier Wing. Um, and you know she he's really worried about her wings being torn off, and they're like, you know, we're gonna save her life first. Like we gotta we gotta focus on that first. Yeah, and now that she's feeling a little better about this, this is when Venus starts talking about the suit. She's like, oh, he's been working on a special suit for me. It allowed me to do that thing that most women do when they reach a certain age, uh, you know, unless they join a nunnery. And he goes, you mean? She goes, yeah. And he goes, then we're talking about Professor X's greatest ever achievement. Wow. Uh, which I think is a really funny line. Um, and she's like, yeah, I haven't tried it on yet. Uh, so he says, how fast can you teleport? Yep. And yep. Uh, we crash cut over to them um in her bedroom apparently uh and she's wearing like a negligee and like a like a, like a thong and a bra and i guess like the person suit is underneath all of that and she's dressed up and he's like just i, I can't even talk like he has no idea how to, to handle this like he's he's just super horny about it yeah um he's horned out of his mind yep and as they get started and as things are like really going right which we can see with dialogue uh our perspective is dupe like looking through the <laughs> key lock and like giving a thumbs up to the to the viewer yeah. as if to say yeah they're boning yeah, down Uncle dupe. <laughs> <laughs> perverted sorting hat there's something like like bro- guys who are really invested in their friends getting laid yeah uh, i think that's it's real weird i was uh when dudes are like that i was watching a tv show the other day and that came up where like this guy and his friend were at a campfire and there's like three or four couples making out around them. And one of the guys was like, all right, dude, I'm getting out of here. Like this sucks. And he's like, what do you, you don't want to stay and watch the show? And I'm like, what do you, what do you think is about to happen here? <laughs> what show? <laughs> it's not, it's not a <laughs> like, show, dude. Like these are, they're just kids. They can't go anywhere else. They don't want you here. I promise you. If you left, they would be happy. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, that's fucking gross. Super gross. Uh, the, um, I, there's something I, I remember like i i dated this girl very briefly uh just a couple times and one of the things we did we were like hanging out uh she went and picked up one of her friends from the airport and her her friend who was like a dude was like the the whole time they were like he was just like talking about how he like was gonna get laid like he's like i'm in town i'm gonna get fucking laid and then she was like yeah like you know you know the blah, blah blah like i might you know, my friend might be interested in stuff and it just felt so alien to me like, not that I'm, you know, not a sexual being or whatever, but just the idea of, like, I just got off the airplane. God, I got to fucking get my dick wet. My dick wet like, immediately. Help me out. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I, need, I need a hand. Never, Give me an assist. Never fucked in Portland before. How your friends doing? <laughs> like. <laughs> how your friends. Yeah, it was very, like, how your friends doing. It was really, really weird. Uh, and there are lots of things that were weird about that, you know, that whole thing anyway. But th- that was specifically very weird. And I think about Dupe as this kind of wingman. Mm-hmm character who's just like get it guy smith get it go it on i don't have my video camera or so i would fit it through this key keyhole somehow <laughs> um uh but yep that, that's not what happens um as as everything starts to really come together uh she kind of involuntarily teleports them to a, a different dimension 
where her family is. Her family's been hanging out and like fishing, thinking they were in heaven. Mm -hmm. It's like this weird, like other, like it's this beautiful, colorful zone, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And previous to this, like we had made mention that uh, she had teleported her family elsewhere. She still believed that she killed them up until this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But kind of getting over this trauma or dealing with this, this demon um, helped her find the dimension, you know? Um, her family been gone for like a really long time living in this area, like wearing the same clothes, mm-hmm. uh, fishing at the yellow lagoon for supper. Love it. Love to fish for supper. You know, love to fish for supper at the yellow lagoon. Um, you know, and it, like the idea that they thought they were in heaven is very cute. Yes. Uh, uh like this is really you know? weird that I still have to like eat in heaven, but okay. Like at least I don't have to pay for my own insurance or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is universal healthcare in heaven. Um, um, I really enjoy the fact that her husband, excuse me, the her dad is just immediately extremely suspicious of uh, Guy Smith. And the very mm-hmm. the very last panel of the comic book is like she hugs Guy and it's like, I'm so happy we found them. And like, he's just like at the dad, like death stare at Guy. Like, who are you hugging? What's his name? <laughs> Why don't I know? <laughs> yeah, I, didn't catch, I, didn't, I didn't catch his fellow's name. <laughs> We've been in the, the yellow, yellow river dimension. You know, <laughs> yeah. bigger things to worry about, dad. Jesus Christ. Um, but that's the end. It ends with this like, little swerve where they don't, uh, you know, bone down. Uh, and she kind of resolves a bunch of her trauma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff. This was a good art. This was, this was a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, as usual, like the art and everything, as, as we keep talking about, is just so much fun. And it's so colorful and interesting to look at. Like, I just have a lot of fun reading these when I get to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good, good, sweet issue. Good, sweet arc. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to get to uh, a real, real weird kind of misfire arc soon that I'm looking forward to talking about because it's interesting. Okay. Um, but we got a couple of one shots first. Yeah. Um, so. Until then, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash techvtv. Ratings reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and Podcaster. That's probably a thing. Just, just leave That's, reviews anywhere. Just an R with no E. Yeah, exactly. No podcaster. vowels in the word podcaster, by the way. Podcaster.com or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Tell your friends about the show. All of that's good stuff. We we appreciate all of you listening. Um, we just, yeah, we, we love you. I hope you're safe and sound. Yeah, take care. Bye. <laughs>